This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Hello and welcome to DesignCast, a podcast where I interview a wide range of excellent guests in design and STEAM education to get their unique perspectives. My name is Jason Reagan and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a design educator to dig deep into complex issues. This podcast has one simple mission, to create a community of people around the world that are interested in design and STEAM education. Each episode, I chat with guests from all corners of the design world, from classroom teachers to authors and even to educational consultants. We discuss a wide range of topics that we feel are relevant today. I do want to ask you that if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, or download from your favorite podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by listeners that might not find it otherwise. Also, it helps me to continually define the direction of future guests and episodes. Feel free to drop by my website, www.jasonreagan.ga, to leave me a comment or to sign up to be considered as a future guest on future episodes. Also, don't forget to stop by Anchor and leave me a voice clip that could even end up in an upcoming show. Thanks for listening. So let's get to it. For this episode of DesignCast, I was fortunate enough to catch up with Evo Hanan. Evo and I released an episode just over one year ago, and this is the follow-up to that episode. In episode 16 of DesignCast, Evo talks about all of his work in Dubai, all the different projects he's doing, and he really challenged me. And in fact, he challenged me to collaborate with him to build a design network for design educators and design professionals where they can connect. This is what we had to say about that. How about it right now? How about we commit ourselves, Jason, to starting a global design alliance? What do you think? You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, absolutely, Evo. I think there's been lots of attempts at that, whether it be on different platforms or different whatever. It has steam for a little while and then it and then it kind of fizzles. And so I agree. I think we have to do it and we have to be committed to maintaining that momentum because that is the crux of why it will survive or not is to keep that momentum going. So I agree. I I think let's do it, Evo. And folks let's who are listening, it. let's do it. You know, let's make this thing happen. Okay, so let's have a look. This the date today is Monday, the twentieth of April. As you know, Jason, design teachers are functional people. We like to make sure that these things are gonna happen. So Jason and I are going to put something out to the community. Let's give ourselves a time frame the twentieth of May. So by the twentieth of May, teachers will be receiving something that will enable international and international group of design educators to connect and support each other through digital physical resources so on and so forth jason what do you think my friend i think that's a perfect timeline let's make it happen 
One year later, we catch up again and talk all about the creation of Design Network Alliance, or DNA. From that, there is a Facebook group and a podcast network and more groups and projects that are in the works and will be ready for listeners soon. So please stay tuned for that. Check the show notes for many of the topics that we discuss and for ways to connect and interact with Evo. I am absolutely 100% confident that you will enjoy this chat with Evo. So now just sit back, relax, and enjoy Evo Hanan. On this episode of Design Cast, I'm so excited to have my friend Evo Hanan back nearly one year after we had a conversation about just all things design. Hey, Evo, how are you today, man? Jason, I am good, and thank you for having me back on DesignCast. It's totally my pleasure, and I am so looking forward to just catching up with you and having the listeners here. What kind of crazy roller coaster year we've had? <laughs> I mean, we're just saying how wow. crazy it's been. So a year ago, we connected for the very first time, and right. it was a great conversation. And so can you kind of tell everybody where you where your mind was and what was going on a year ago? So a year ago... You caught me at a really kind of critical time, right? I had these sessions planned for the States. I had to rethink them because of the the global pandemic. And I had to innovate. As a result of that innovation process, out pops this talk show called Ed Talks. And the very first Ed Talks was actually on. Let me just have a quick look. It was actually a year today, which is, you know, like the 28th. So it was it was 28th of March. How about that? 2020. <laughs> and I did not know what I was doing, guys. I was broadcasting live on YouTube, trying to almost collect my thoughts to engage with an audience. I didn't even know if anyone was going to tune in. Fast forward now... 12 months, Jason, I'm in a very different place with the experience that I've gained over that year Mm. and a few more initiatives with a few more friendships, (laughs) such as yourself, my good friend. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, we, we've actually spent a lot of time together over the last year, and I'm excited to talk about the projects that you and I have, have discussed, the ones we've gotten off the ground and the ones that are hopefully going to be coming up in the near future. And so that's really exciting. And so you are still in Dubai, right? Yeah, I'm still in Dubai. So this is my 14th year in Dubai now. It will be my final. It's something that has has hit me quite hard. But as I look towards expanding the things I do to make an impact on education nationally, regionally, and globally, and connecting with people like yourself, Jason, Mm -hmm. I am Mm -hmm. looking forward to, to what the future holds. I am too. And I'm very excited to have met you and to have been partnered up with you over the last year. And so big thanks to Linda for connecting us. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. Tell me what you're saying. This is your last year. So what are you going to, what's the plan? What are you, what are you going to be doing? So I'm going to be looking at relocating back to the UK, which is, which is where I'm from, just south of London to a small market town called East Grinstead. I've never lived there before. It's much closer to where my wife is from, but I'm looking forward to getting my children back, Zach, who's, who's eight now, and Zara, who's about to turn six, and getting them integrated into a, a primary school, a local primary school. And then for myself, for the first time 
in 20 years stepping out of the classroom mm-hmm. and trying to give things a go on my own and mm-hmm. developing my own business and to create innovative solutions and ideas to benefit education. It is a bit scary because I have never done it before, but as somebody who constantly talks about innovation and enterprise in his classroom and outside of the classroom, I'm really looking to practicing what I preach at the very basic level, which is starting um, your own your own business. You know, I'm sure that your students will be disappointed to have you go, but I think that the education world is actually gaining a really great ally with you in, in moving into this next phase of your career and of your passion. And so a year ago, you and I, you actually <laughs> kind of gave me a challenge and we challenged ourselves to create a network of sorts for design educators and a way to connect maybe design professionals together. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that first? And then we'll talk about maybe where you're moving to the future. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But before we talk about it, I am going to ask you a question. All right, here we go. So a year ago, it was the first conversation we had. Uh And right at the end, we said, we need to make sure we meet and talk about this idea of developing a a network for for Mm -hmm. educators. What did you honestly think was going to (laughs) happen? Be honest, what did you think? (laughs) That's a great question. In all honesty, I thought, who is this crazy guy that Linda has connected me with? (laughs) But at the same time, after having chatted with you, I felt like that, I feel like our personalities are very similar. And so I think that, I I was deep down inside knew that would happen. I just didn't know when and where and what it would look like, but I I did feel that it would definitely come to pass. Yeah, and so a year later, we've had a couple of sessions. We've developed a brand. You've Mm -hmm. taken it to different heights, Jason, with the social media and the podcast group. So, um, I mean, you know, this has very much been a collaborative project. Mm -hmm. DNA, Design Network Alliance Mm -hmm. started a year ago Yep. At the end of this podcast and a year later has got <laughs> many, many miles to travel in the future. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about what all we've already done with that, because to start something up in the middle of what no one's seen in their lifetime mm-hmm. with this pandemic, but for us to be able to actually use that in a positive way, I think there's been so many great stories that have come out of necessity and out of passion from what people do. And so we've had a few meetings with a group of small but mighty people who really yeah. want to take take part in this. And so I do think we're going to we have a lot of ways to go as we both work full time as teachers and educators. It's hard to find the time to make these things happen. So hopefully with your new direction, we'll be able to sort of harness some of that power that you get from not having to go in every day to the classroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that touching upon that point, Jason, there's going to be a lot of educational content creators out there who are looking for different ways to, to, to make not only their content reach more people, but also find time to be able to invest in creating content. And, and what I want to be able to say to you guys is, Whatever your project you've got going, whatever passion project you've got going, just keep going. Keep driving it forward. Keep producing content. I know it it gets difficult. Believe you me, I'm sharing that journey with you. Towards the end of this podcast, hopefully, there might be a little bit of an avenue where (laughs) where both the people who are listening, who are content creators, and myself Mm. to possibly connect via a little bit of support along the way. 
Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll get to that in a few minutes. I want to ask you, number one, about how Ed Talks <laughs> is progressing. Are you still doing that regularly or that on hold or what's what's happened with Ed Talks? So Ed Talks, as you, as you know, started initially as an idea from the sessions, the face-to-face sessions I was meant to have in the States. That then developed into season one, which was six uh, episodes where we spoke about a variety of different topics. And then from that, I kind of got a bit of confidence and I got some good feedback. And I started the second season, which started on the 6th of September, and went all the way through. There was 13 episodes and I went all the way through till mid-December. It was um, a weekly show. And what I found was I needed to take a bit of a step back because mm. although it was it was gaining traction and doing well and I was really enjoying it, as, as I've just said, I actually found it very exhausting and I just couldn't mm. really sustain the level of commitment I had outside of work with what was required with Ed Talks. So I needed to take a step back and just figure out what it was going to be in the, in its next phase. Some of these shows, I mean, they were meant to be about 45 minutes long, but because I think educators naturally have a lot to say when they're engaging in a topic. I mean, some of these shows were going on for one and a half hours. And as much as as much as that's great, it also is a lot of time on everyone else's part. So I just felt, what can we do to kind of bring it down a little bit more and make it more sustainable for both myself and anyone else who's involved? So season three will be kicking off. I don't have an exact date yet, but it will be linked to the bigger idea that's coming up, which I'm going to be <laughs> dedicated to in my spare time mm. as I uh, as I become independent with, with running this um, business. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And we'll be looking out for that. And I will definitely be linking all of your social media stuff to our show notes for the podcast. And you're right, as a content creator, it's exhausting. And to put stuff out weekly or to put stuff out on a regular basis that's got a schedule to it, um, doing that on top of your regular everyday work week can become very, very tiring. And so for folks who are making content or folks who are consuming content, you know, we really appreciate the work you put into it and we appreciate the feedback that people give who are consuming this content because without people consuming it, what's the point of making it, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So let me back up a little bit. So in the fall, you and I took part in one or two webinars where we, you, you ran almost a Ed Talk Live style sort of thing. Thanks for involving me in that. And so you were, you were all over the place, Evo, your name was all over the place. And so (laughs) how are you connecting with all these different people? You you know, you've got to put yourself out there, Jason. Mm. I was, in one regard, I was quite fortunate because that Ed Talks brand, which by the way, for any content creators out there, make sure that you have a brand that you work on because it's the brand that people recognize and, and, and they attach to you. So with Ed Talks Live, I was asked to possibly host an Ed Talks Live session from Edutech Asia, right? And that was when mm-hmm. I was, and mm-hmm. when, that's when you were involved with, with yeah. educators from across Asia, which went down really well. Uh, a lot of laughs. And yeah, that, it was fun. You know, and, and it was, you know, it was really nice because the feedback I got from the event organizer was, you know, what you're doing is very different. And we really appreciate the engagement levels that you received because mm-hmm. it's not, 
it wasn't just one way, right? You know, with Ed Talks Live, we're asking the audience to participate and be involved. Part and parcel of the reason why I enjoy the format so much. Mm. So uh, fortunately, even though I hadn't started season three, Edutech Arabia came up as an opportunity, and and I mm. and and that's something that I did just recently, right? And mm-hmm. it was just yeah. so fun. Like you know, I hadn't hosted an Ed Talks Live event since mid December. So essentially three months had passed until mid-March. And and there I am like streaming live in the middle of, you know, one of the biggest conferences in, in Arabia with a group of educators with a different format. And it went down really well. And it kind of, they're the types of things where you're like, wow, you know, I'm doing something right. People enjoy it and, I, and, mm-hmm. and I'm doing something right. And then from these opportunities you end up with a bunch of people contacting you on linkedin and on twitter (laughs) and then all of a sudden before you know it there's a whole other bunch of opportunities that you've ended up with and i think staying true to your message Mm -hmm. you know what is the core message that that you're trying to portray whether it be through design cast or whether it be through Mm. ad talks live and and sticking to that, you know, knowing that yeah. that's the reason why you created it, and people will respond and 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 will join your tribe and will follow you and and hopefully even integrate you into some of their events or some of their conferences. And what a place to be, right? To take an idea yeah. from a living room to then be, <laughs> you know, to essentially be a year later be hosting it in in a conference across the whole of Arabia. You never know where your ideas are going to take you guys. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because you and I have been talking a lot lately about all kinds of different stuff. And one thing that we we came up with is, you know, you're really into the video aspect Mm. of things, the craft of video and, and whatnot. And, and I prefer sort of more of the audio end of things. And so, but what's so interesting is that even with us having very similar backgrounds, very similar interests and different modes and and media to share those ideas with, Hmm. we're still very different in that sense. We're very unique with our brand and very unique with, and I think our audience crosses over quite a bit, Hmm. but I do think it's really neat that we have all these different multimodal ways of communicating. I think that's a a great time for me to ask you a little bit about what this, what this idea is that you have. What is this main thing that you want to go and leave the classroom for? I think the the original idea was was to to be an educational consultant and to help educators schools and <laughs> students be be more innovative with their approach mm. to either lesson content or their own life really and seeing the bigger picture of what they could become but on top of that i needed to bring in some of the the experience and joy that i had from ed talks live as a content creator i'd done a little bit of blogging i'd never done any podcasting and i kind of jumped straight into live video broadcasting <laughs> which is obviously not something i would recommend to a lot of people but uh, you know for anybody who knows me i do jump into the these crazy situations mm. feet first And so I wanted to bring together both of those kind of 
elements of my journey. And so what I've ended up with is this, this larger business idea, which is based around global education, media and services. So expanding, essentially expanding the EdTalks live channel Mm-hmm. So more content creators can contribute towards kind of like a, a global education channel for mm. educators, both for educators to consume and for students to consume. And it can be used, obviously, in lessons to benefit lesson content as well. So it's fairly complex from a certain angle, <laughs> but you know, when you break it down, it's essentially going to become an educational content channel on YouTube with a few mm. hours of content every evening and hopefully with content creators um, more and more content creators on board expand to something that's a little bit more substantial and you know before we started recording we were talking about how your ideas often become much bigger than your <laughs> yeah it's a, Jason it's a curse uh, hey man and that's part of design thinking and part of the of us thinking about how we can take things to the next level which I think is really important and as educators one thing we don't always do well is market ourselves. And so I think being a content creator as well as an educator, it allows you to develop a brand, which then helps you become your brand, you know, and it helps you decide how you want to be perceived in the wider community. So that's great. Evo, I'm so excited to hear about that project. We'll have to have another podcast a year from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, I think we're going to have to do that or maybe even more regularly. Maybe we can maybe we can swing that. And so one thing that I did in the past year in developing content and, and releasing podcast episodes weekly, for the most part, I had a few breaks, but for the most part, I've, I've released every week since last year. And wow. One of the things I did was I found that there was a formula to the format. And when I say a formula, I just meant I found there were certain aspects that everyone enjoyed hearing about. And so one of those things, Evo, which I did not ask you about, I don't think last time, which I want to ask you about this time, is Mm. if you had to recommend one book to anyone out there listening, what book would you recommend they stop right now and read? You know, it's, it's tricky That's a tricky question because I actually don't read a lot of books. I just consume content and then learn from the content. Okay. So for someone who, so forgive me for for the people, the book lovers out there. It's just something (laughs) I I, I don't know. It's for, for someone out there who is looking at either starting on the journey of developing their own educational content or in the, is in the middle of that that journey or is a little bit further along i learn constantly from people at the top end so um with ed talks live when i was thinking about the format i was thinking what could ed talks live become you know what is mm. the pinnacle of what this youtube talk show could become so I was mm-hmm. like, right, well, you know, let's look at the Jimmy Fallon show, David <laughs> Letterman, and let's look at the Late Late Show with James Corden. And I literally spent about 20 hours watching all of their shows, writing down notes, analyzing what they do, how they interact. And that's the basis of what Ed Talks Live is. So when you watch one of the shows, it's very non-educational from its format, but educational with its content. And the same thing is what I would I would say to anyone. You know, what is it that, what are you aiming for? 
and start with the end goal in mind, whether it's a book mm. that you're writing, whether it's a podcast and Joe Rogan, whether it's, uh, you know, streaming live on YouTube and, and you want it to be a certain aesthetic or a certain mm. tone. They don't have to be connected to education. That's what I would no. say. Try and find the style that you want, disregarding that whether you're a teacher or not, because to to have innovative content more than likely it won't come from an educational like nature mm-hmm. it would come from something different and then the educational knowledge and content gets put in mm. around this kind of almost abstract entertainment framework if that makes sense mm. no that makes complete sense and i actually think it's a little sad that we can't always look to education for innovation because I find that educational organizations are quite stagnant. I'm hoping that mm. as we emerge newly from this this situation we've been in for the, the past year, as we move into a new phase, I would hope that education is able to do that. But, you know, I mean, I think they can take a lot of, a lot of educational organizations can take cues from content creators. Mm. Like you said, a lot of innovation that takes place is happening very quickly and being really, really nimble, I think is really important to be able to be flexible and to be able to respond to the needs of the audience. So, no, I think it's great, Evo. I think the work you're doing is awesome. I'm really, really excited to follow that and to be part of that. And it is it is so, so cool to always talk to you. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. It's really good to connect with you as well. So, Evo, if people want to get in touch with you, I asked last time and I think it was your website, but is it what's the best way to get in touch with you? I think the, the best way to get in touch with me now is just via Twitter, to be honest. So it's um, at Evo Hanan. If you don't have Twitter, feel free to email me, info at evohanan.com. But the great thing is now I will actually be looking for people to contact me because <laughs> this new this new broadcast channel requires yep. educators. And I am on the early search for mm. 50 global educators who have got some kind of either broadcast experience via YouTube or, or via conferences and are ready for the next step to become part of something that's more community-based. Yeah, if you are somebody like that, please feel free to reach out to me because I would love to have you part of this next project that I've got in mind. Absolutely. And so, folks, if you're out there and you are a content creator of of any kind, please reach out. And I know that Evo will be super excited to talk to you and to he's a pretty good guy. I promise he won't hurt you. He doesn't bite. I think that's great, Evo. And, and, you know, as always, you've got my vote of approval for anything you do because you do such great work. And I, I meant to ask you, too, before we get too far down the track before we get out of here is and that was about a couple of things that you do on twitter you you host what do you call that they're not really a twitter chats but they're like motivational mondays or, or yeah, something like that yeah yeah so so yeah again this wasn't something i necessarily said but when i stepped away a little bit from ed talks live i took a little bit of a step back from social media as well because i just needed to to rebalance where i was and and understand where i'm putting my energies but before that in the in the summer so summer 2020 I started, well, I guess what I would call a slow chat, really. And one of them's called uh, hashtag 
Global Staff Room Sunday, which is every Sunday I, I put out a tweet mm-hmm. which invites people to basically introduce themselves and talk about what they're doing and where they are in the world with the idea that this kind of virtual staff room, people can join and connect with each other and just find out if there's any kind of common ground. I'm doing this and I'm a podcaster. Somebody else like, oh, that's cool. Let me connect with this person. And before mm-hmm. you know it, collaborations could possibly happen. So that's every Sunday. Um, and I kick it out around about 9am. It was a bit later today because I had meetings, but around 8 or 9am Gulf Standard Time for that. And it, it usually has around 50 to 80 engagements from across the world. Sometimes mm. we get a few more, which is really cool to see. And people start chatting mm-hmm. on it, which is quite nice. And then on Monday, I have this thing called Mon- Monday Motivators. And again, that goes out around about 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. And I basically mention the people who have inspired me, whether it's been passively or interactively, over the past seven days. And a lot of the same people seem to pop up, including you, actually. <laughs> you seem to pop up a lot. because you know, Yeah, you <laughs> because it's, I, I guess, Monday Motivators is about giving people who you value and are adding value mm. to your life, inspiring you to, to, to take that next mm-hmm. step, giving them a bit of kudos mm. and a bit of recognition. And other people mm. going, oh, well, that's cool because these are the people who are helping me and these are the mm-hmm. people. So it becomes this gratitude kind of broadcast and you just get this energy of pos- this positive energy that starts the week off. And again, yeah. you end up with people talking to each other and thanking each other. And I'm like, that's a cool way to start, right? So so you've got those two things that I put out on Twitter. Mm. Obviously, feel free to take part in them. They are passive or interactive, depending on how you want to approach it. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you uh, either on Twitter or in my email <laughs> or face-to-face or yeah. on LinkedIn. I don't know where, but yeah. it'll be great to, to catch up with people. That's awesome. Evo, this has been a great catch up. And um, again, you think I'm joking. One year from now, we will do this again and we will see where we are because this is becoming, I did it a couple weeks ago with Lenny Dutton, who I had caught up with just before you a year ago. And so it was great to hear what she's done in the last year. And I'm, I'm hoping I can do that with several guests as there's a lot of people who would love to hear what these, where these projects are headed. So it has been so great to chat with you, Evo. I am so excited about where the next 12 months will lead as you and I are both, I think, pretty positive people, people. And so I think that there's going to be a lot of excitement happening in the next 12 months. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And thanks again for this opportunity to connect, Jason. I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon.
I am so excited to announce the launch of a new podcast network called DNA Podcast Network. The Design Network Alliance, or DNA, was founded by Evo Hanan and myself as a result of DesignCast number 16. We talked all about the need to connect design educators globally. DNA is a collective group of like-minded design educators from around the world. We have one simple mission, to connect design and STEAM educators with each other and with designers that want to make a difference in design education to make it better for future generations. The DNA Podcast Network is a hub for podcasts that cover the topics around design, design and technology, design thinking, STEAM, and STEM education. If you are interested in hearing more great content, head over to www.dnapodcastnetwork.ga today. Click on the thumbnail of the podcast that you want to hear and enjoy. If you have any other podcasts that you enjoy that cover similar topics, please feel free to get in touch with me and let me know so that I can look at adding them to the network. Finally, spread the word. Share with your network and your PLN and use the hashtag DNA Podcast Network.